Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fanthropological, the podcast that brings the fans' eye view to you. My name is Nick G, and today we're here to talk about literally the greatest achievement, the greatest achievement in human history. I say without hyperbole. Uh, Chrono Trigger, and here with me to do that are my two best friends, Nick T. Hey, can everybody hear me all the way at the back of this room? <laughs> were somebody to be there. <laughs> can, can everybody hear me though? Yes. Good. Okay. Perfect. Amazing. And Nick Z. Hey, I'm here too this time. Oh. Fifty percent more Nick. Yeah. Oh. So we were talking about the world's greatest game without hyperbole, as G had mentioned. Um, one of the things that's always interesting before we really get into um, the thing we're going to talk about is we do a podcast every week, whereas you mentioned we get the fans eye view, and what that means mm -hmm. is we talk a little bit about what the thing is to give people a background of it. Uh, I assume all the people here know about Chrono Trigger, but I've <laughs> got some facts that we'll, we'll drop just to yeah. uh, just give a little bit of context. Then we usually get into you know the analysis part, the why are people a fan of the thing, and talking, trying to talk about the community of the fandom. Mm -hmm. And so usually we start off with a little bit called Fandom Facts. And uh, this this panel, we actually were running a, a charity event, and we actually had yes. some leftover things yeah. to give away from last time. So uh, I'm going to ask some questions, and I have these little <laughs> these little spawn <laughs> keychains uh, that Fangamer donated to us last year. So uh, whoever can get some of these questions right can get a little little Fangamer keychain, which is cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, but I'll I'll drop that. Actually, a good a good question to start is, what year was uh, Chrono Trigger released? Oh, hey, we got... 1995. Yeah! Do you want me to, I, I don't know if I can throw this. Okay. You got, Go for you it. got this. Oh, oh, so close. Really close. They're hardy keychains, though. Not very aerodynamic. No. Not very. Oh, nice. All right, for that, yeah, you won the... Yeah, we have SM Zelda rules in the audience who yes. won uh, one of our keychains last year from the, the Race Against Time. Mm -hmm. Um, Chrono Trigger is, of course, a Super Nintendo JRPG released in 1995. Uh, it was developed mm -hmm. by Square, notable for such games as Final Fantasy. Um, many other games, but that's one of the most well-known. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. And its so-called dream team, consisting of Hironobu... <laughs> what? What? No, go ahead. No, just, just, please me, go ahead. just me, me and me. Go, yeah. go okay, for it. Okay, perfect. Go go for it. Um, <laughs> and its so-called dream team, Hironobu <laughs> Sakaguchi, the creator of Final Fantasy series, uh, Yuji Horii, uh, the creator of Enix's popular Dragon Quest series, and mm. Akira Toriyama, an artist well known for his work within Dragon Quest, and of course uh, the various incarnations of the Dragon Ball series. That's right. <laughs> um, it's also featured music composed by Yasunori Mitsuda, uh, which, I, as far as I was able to do in my research, is most famous for their work in the Chrono Trigger series, like in, wow. or Chrono and Chrono Cross. None more famous. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Mario Party and Xenosaga were some of the other games, oh. but. Um, Oh, is probably the most oh. well-known. Okay. Um, and Nobuo Uematsu, uh, who is the composer for the various Final Fantasy games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, to put it succinctly, the game follows a group of adventurers who travel through time to prevent a global catastrophe that they will never personally encounter. Mm -hmm. uh, it has since been released and re-released multiple times with the Super Nintendo and PlayStation versions shipping over 2.65 million copies, uh, and the Nintendo DS version alone having sold <laughs> almost 800,000 copies. That's a lot of Chrono Trigger. It's a lot of Chrono Trigger. I, yeah. I myself have bought it five or six times. <laughs> so, hmm. so when I try to figure out how many people are fans of Chrono Trigger, it's probably a much lower number as a result of, you know, That's true. hardcore fans <laughs> buying multiple copies of the game. Well, I just have to jump in here and ask, is that number for the physical copies or all copies? I'm uh, assuming it's based on physical release yeah. copies. So there could be many other numbers. Um, obviously, the game, as it is so well known, has probably been emulated out the mm -hmm. wazoo. It's also on, I think, almost every, well, not every, but it's on the Wii Virtual Console. I think it's probably on the Wii U Virtual Console. No. No? No. Oh, man. <laughs> Fantastic. Is it, uh, oh. is it going to be on the, no, it's not going to be on the, super, the NES it's Mini. It's not going to be super, on the NES, NES Mini. Yeah. It is the one thing that everybody's like, why is it not on the, uh, the SNES Mini? Because Square is going to re-release it. They're, they're going to release <laughs> their own separate SNES Mini with just Chrono Trigger on it. HD remake for, for the Switch. <laughs> Actually, if they were doing the same style as Shock Day Half Demon Hero, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be That'd be really be cool. Yeah. Um, in terms of the size of the fandom, uh, that is always really hard to estimate, so we use the numbers we've got. <laughs> so it's somewhere between 2.65 million and 800,000. Uh, the Chrono Trigger subreddit, which is a comparison of you know some measure of active fandom, mm -hmm. has about 5,000 subscribers. 
Okay. Um, I think it's probably somewhere between 5,000 and almost a million, but you know. <laughs> uh, narrow it down. Yeah. By Google Trends data, uh, Chrono interest in Chrono Trigger is on the decline. There was a large amount of interest in the early 2000s uh, and a spike in December of 2008, which the Nintendo DS version was, of course, released mm -hmm. in November of 2008. Um, I didn't have a lot of other facts. Like, there are various... The most famous fan works are probably the different fan games that have yeah. been created. Um, Crimson Echoes. Mm -hmm. Crimson yeah. Echoes was, a, was a, the largest one that I had. Um, yeah. And in terms of where the fandom lives, um, I mean, I, I think we'll get into that a little bit into the, the why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it, it to talk more about, like, the community that exists now versus the community that existed then. Mm. Um... I collected information on fanfics because that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah? Oh, so there's cool. there's one if of, you, of number. If I can jump in and ask, what was it about? Um, it was it was sort of for me to bury the hatchet with Chrono Cross. It was okay. Uh, okay. It was we'll the passing that. of mm -hmm. Chrono Marley, who didn't really die, but they were sent back in time using the Epoch, which crashed and wound up in 430. The, uh, AD Guardia, mm -hmm. where they actually took the assumed form of Gar uh, the King of Guardia and the Queen at the time, ah. because I I don't know if I was going I did finish, I don't know if because they looked like them or that it was originally a picture of them a bit older. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The um, um, trying to mesh Corn Trigger and Corn Dross is something that we will get to very soon. <laughs> that came up a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, that was can't forget can't can't forget radical dreamers. No, I I actually always forget radical dreamers except for the song in Chrono Cross, which is pretty memorable by comparison. That's true. Have you ever heard the Kate the Great version? The which version? Aerotime. No. Look up Aerotime radical dreamers and your friend. She does amazing vocal covers. Okay. Wow. No, uh, well I haven't seen if she put out a new one yet. Love your cosplay, by the way. Thank you. Luke oh, is my favorite character. <laughs> oh, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> now, you um, said you had you had a fanfic number? Oh, I do. Um, but without revealing the number, from where? Oh, that's a... Mm -hmm. Yeah, ooh. Well, I actually also got some information from DeviantArt because I wanted to get like okay. fan mm. activity, but um, I think we should give away a spawn keychain to whoever like Price is Right rules can figure out... <laughs> no, not Price is Right rules, just prices. Prices? Oh. I hate Price is Right rules. Okay. <laughs> just like closest. Closest. Okay. So okay. you can go over, but if you're closest, you yeah. still yeah. win. Yeah, okay. Whatever, we have the chain, so if you... <laughs> <laughs> we have the power. <laughs> we have the power. We're spawn keychain. Um, so I, I did research on... Let, let's do fanfiction.net, because historically I think it would have been the more relevant site. Usually yeah. when mm -hmm. we, we look at fanfic numbers, uh, we use archive of our own, because it's a more recent example. But I think that Chrono Trigger, given that it came out in the mid-90s, uh, probably more people would have written fanfic and it would have ended up on fanfiction.net. Mm -hmm. um, so we have a spawn keychain that we are going to hope. We can toss it out into the audience where you can come up with it. <laughs> probably safer if you pick it up. We saw how that worked. Yeah, yeah it they're, they not, do not, they're no. not very aerodynamic. No. Um, how many fanfics do you think there are related to Chrono Trigger on fanfiction.net? Who is a guess? Anyone. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 342. 342. Okay. I'd say about 1,000. Sorry, I, I have to have my breakfast. <laughs> That's okay. okay. Any other guesses? 3,000. 3,000. Okay. Uh, you want to try winning? <laughs> 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 okay. 2,000. Okay. So the number that I have down is just over 850. So who guessed 1,000? That would be the 1,000s. Yeah. Got it. Okay. It's, it's tossable oh. from that distance. So close. <laughs> yeah. Um, compared to uh, over 640 for Chrono Cross. Mm. So there's just slightly more for Chrono Trigger than for Chrono Cross. And for um, both. Yeah, very, very close. Well, Archive <laughs> of Our Own had about 120 for Chrono Trigger and about 60 for Chrono Cross. Uh, okay. Uh, for the first time ever, I decided, well, like, maybe Chrono Trigger fans were not fanfic writers. Maybe they were artists. And so I looked oh at DeviantArt. And there are over 14,000 results for Chrono Trigger, so <laughs> oh, who knows? Man, I even saw in my researching, I, uh, little side, I saw a piece that crossed over uh, Winnie, Winnie the Pooh with Chrono Trigger. Oh my god. I guess because at some point somebody misspelled it as Chrono Tigger. Oh yeah. Tigger is Chrono. Of course. Pooh is Robo, oh and Piglet okay. is Luca. 
Oh, yeah, wait, it's I have just like a little triple. If they're. <laughs> Um, it's by Sylvie Draws. Sylvie Draws, okay. I don't on DeviantArt. Does she draw, like, fan typos? Because that'd be a Maybe? great, a great gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> if you just put into uh, Google, uh, Chrono Tigger, it's probably the first thing that comes up. Probably Actually, um, in Rocket Slam, do you guys remember that game? Yeah. There is a fortress you can fight called Chrono Twigger. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a giant tree. I think I know what picture you're talking about. Uh, Any other? Uh, that, that was all the the facts that I had. Um, I was trying to figure out where around the world that the Chrono Trigger was most beloved. Mm-hmm. I have some um, guesses. And, <laughs> sorry. I have some guesses. You have some guesses, yeah. Probably North America, Japan. <laughs> uh, Japan, like overall search traffic, wasn't actually as high. Oh, really? I, I don't know if that's because Google indexes different regions of the world differently. But, well, yeah, the um, Tales games, right, Z? Oh, yeah. They're too busy with Tales of and uh, yeah, Dragon yeah. Quest. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more RPGs in Japan, and they're probably yeah. more beloved games for different reasons. Yeah. yeah. Like ones that still continue to exist as a game series. Yep. Um, the, the data that I found was North America, uh, Brazil, Chile, Finland, Sweden, Australia had kind of like 50-ish percent of, of search traffic. Mm. So they... Curious. It was more distributed than I expected. Yeah, I w- I'm kind of surprised by Finland, actually. Because I knew that there's kind of a... I a like hot good games. Well, sure. <laughs> I just remember that hearing that, uh, reading that there was like a, a hot translation scene in South America for the game. Interesting. I guess because I've actually heard that yeah. because everything was so expensive, they just said, you know what, screw it, we'll just ROM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And that, that's really easy to do. You get a ROM, you patch it with a translation. There you go. Well, I mean, not like I know anything about that. Uh, no. Zohar'sDomain.com. Zohar'sDomain.com. Oh, God, I can't remember what I was going to say. I've done, I've done my own little sprite editing of certain scenes. Okay. Like, do you remember, I guess it's official artwork, like cer- certain things like um, Luca repairing Robo and yeah. then, uh, Frog tripping over the stuff. Yeah. I've done that with using sprites and whatnot. Okay. Wow. So are we all promoting our own artwork now? If you don't mind. Remember the game Spore? You probably don't because it was very hyped and then oh, completely so. forgot weird things. That I've never seen a game be hyped so much and then forgotten <laughs> so quickly. What? Anyway, I created Lavos. Oh, nice. cool. I, I, I got a video on YouTube. If you look up Spore Day of Lavos, you'll find it. And Ooh. I didn't just, you know, have them there. I tried to, like, uh, I mean, like sort of recreate a scene where, like, um, uh, well, he, he appears and then three other babies appear and then he laughs and he dances and then he goes black and they all become frightened to set up a scene where like you know he this oh and also i changed the background scene from like you know uh a forest and stuff to like mm-hmm. volcanoes and destruction so basically i had it like you know he appeared he destroyed the earth had children celebrated and then goes black because time has changed and no longer in the world. What uh, oh, what kind nice. of society did Lavos grow up to build? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got uh, uh, actually I wasn't sick of the game. I couldn't get it to transfer my files onto a new uh, computer, and ooh. the customer service just gave up on helping me. So wow. you know, I actually liked their game, but they didn't care enough to help me get back to playing. So they suck. I think Maxis has been shut down since then, so. Wow. And I understand why now. <laughs> so you didn't get to find out what happens when Lavos, you know, builds a community of other Lavoses and flies off into space and destroys other people. be world conquering, a world yeah. conquering <laughs> species. <laughs> yeah. It really does. It's like he just shows up on other planets. He doesn't mean to cause problems, but people start like leeching the energy he, of Lavos. He, he, can't, he can't be on a planet without causing problems and when for you, other and when people. And you he's like, okay, guys, can you please? Oh, how'd you guys get ruined already? Oh. <laughs> just, it's just, just trying to be friends. It's just trying to give Earth a big hug. Oh, 
man, that'd be a really like mythology like Cthulhu rises out and it's just like, look, I just wanted to be friends with people. And everyone's just like, <laughs> well, like, yeah. Um, I think that starts to get us into, you know, what is it about Chrono Trigger that has this enduring effect? Why, why are there fans of Chrono Trigger to this day? Are there fans of Chrono Trigger to this? this? There are definitely fans. Well, let me begin by saying um, that there's a certain sect, probably mostly those people who grew up with it, who won't stop saying that it's the greatest game of all time, <laughs> and that will either make people check it out or, <laughs> or uh, make people not want to check it out. Mm. Like whatever, Grandpa. Yeah. And my new game's better. I don't know. What's a new game uh, that people like? Undertale would be Persona. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah there you go. Out. The game's like this. <laughs> so there's like a slight echo chamber effect of people. of At the time, it was certainly like, like, like technically a really, really good achievement. Yeah. Like it just kind of checked all all the boxes nice. Yeah. It, it did everything really well, and people remember being blown away by that. Mm-hmm. So it gets the greatest game of all time label, and then that gets passed on to other people. I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's I guess it's kind of like Ocarina of Time. It came out when the internet was still young, and people, like, you know, IGN was maybe there, but it was mostly, most of the video game conversation was happening on, like, little tiny specialist sites, like... Forums. Forums, yeah, yeah exactly. So, I mean, like, everything that people kind of go back to, it's all on those forums. It's all these sort of by the fans, for the fans kind of sites that are saying these things, and that's that's a big part of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I found a, um, a... It was one of those giant charts to help you decide what game to play. Ooh. Which is Chrono Trigger. No, yeah. no, it was not. It was, it was one that some, somebody had made. It gained some notoriety, and I wanted to, like, list the question tree to get to Chrono Trigger, but it was very long. So, <laughs> but just, like, to give a, a comparison of, of that kind of maybe echo chamber or well-deserved praise, I'm not sure which, um, but some of the, like, trailing questions to get you to Chrono Trigger, like, the deciding question is, care to play possibly the greatest game of all time? <laughs> um, and if you answered yeah, or sorry, if you answered no... No, wait. I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> uh, if you answered yes, it was Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. If you answered no, then they, they say turn-based, in which case it gives you Final Fantasy X. Okay. okay. Or uh, if you said active time battle, it gives you Final Fantasy VI. Hmm. <laughs> Final Fantasy VI is my second favorite. I would have just put it straight to Final Fantasy VI after. <laughs> um, and, but then some of the other questions are like, do you have a dragon fetish? If you said no, then it picks Dragon Quest VIII. Um, are you capable of making fun of yourself? If you said yes, then the answer is Earthbound. <laughs> it's a de- definitive trend. But um, that was something that, that came up a bunch. Um, I was trying to find that the community of fandom, and I did manage to find people who had been coming into the game for the first time mm-hmm now, either as somebody who didn't grow up with the game or just somebody who had not encountered it until the stage in their life. And there was actually mixed results. It wasn't as though people were like, oh, this game is garbage. Yeah. Um, there, it was just kind of like a... It wasn't universal praise, but it was... Mm. It was divided. Yeah. It, it wasn't just yeah. an echo chip. Yeah. No, no, no. I think there's, there's quite a few people who come to it now and it's like, I don't get it. <laughs> you know, I don't, see, I don't see the big deal. Because a lot of it had to do with the context of the time when it came out, um, but I feel like I feel like <laughs> to reference another another episode, the Beatles, yep. where everyone uses so many tricks that the Beatles use that the Beatles don't sound as like revolutionary as they did at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and I think Corner Trigger is the same way. Yeah, it introduced and refined a lot of the things that are like in a frillion games now, <laughs> so it doesn't. It doesn't seem so uh, revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Um, just just going off your comment. Oh, sorry, there was a person behind you. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, oh, sorry, sure. I okay. just wanted to finish off. Sorry about that. Sorry. Um, at the time, remember, it was basically Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy duking it out. And those two came together, hence Dream Team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chrono Trigger has still done a lot of things that Final Fantasy has yet to do. Namely, um, movement on the battlefield, like... Move mm. around and he's like, hmm. If my character moves over here a little bit, I can do, I can hit more people on a fire line or something. What was the Final Fantasy that had gambits? Was that gambits? 12, 13? 12. 12. 12 kind of. Yeah. It, it, like, Chrono Trigger was oh. still turn based and that was more of a completely real time kind of setup, but that was yeah. the closest that Final Fantasy's ever gotten to that whole. Yeah, but also things like, you know, multiple end games or. 
or you know, dual and triple attack. Yeah, that's true. Any, have any of the FFs done a new game plus? Uh, yes. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it was so. the first. Well, it, it, yeah. Like, like without yeah. the multiple endings, it's just like a victory lap, right? Yeah. You just. Yeah. Yeah. We did that last year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you can you do that one with the bucket at the beginning? I think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or sorry, the right telepod, I should yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that has to be done in game plus. Yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah. it, it doesn't have a portal otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing the game the first time. It's like, oh, cool, I can fight the final boss the first time. And it's like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you, it's no, not. You don't want to do that. It's not possible. It is possible when Lava first appears in Zeal to actually kill her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But you will, you will get wrecked. Oh, you will get wrecked. <laughs> Unless, um... Chrono will get wrecked so you won't have to go get him back. Um, yeah. Oh, God, that scene is so... Yeah. Oh shit! Or, or you <laughs> that was um, Chrono Trigger. Definitely talking to your your point and some of the other points that were made. Um, maybe there are other games that have or haven't done some of the things that Chrono Trigger did. But that was also something that was very uncommon when Chrono Trigger came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a silent protagonist, which is you know straightforward. That happens all the time. Uh, and then you know you come up to this big climactic moment. It's like cool, I guess. We're screwed, but that's fine because usually the way games work like this, you know, it's a plot point. They'll just take us to the next scene. Mm-hmm. Our party will regroup. That actually happens when you get captured by um, Dalton or the Golem. Yeah. Yep. And you're like, I, I remember playing through that. It's like, no, we need to beat it. And it's like, no, you just lose. You're, you, you can beat him, but you're intended <laughs> to lose. Um, and I thought that was just one of those moments. But then it's like, no, you see Chrono get absolutely crucified. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, crucified is pretty oh, appropriate. We, we, we can get to that in a little bit. Oh yes, that was I. In the research for this episode, I watched that. But I did see that there are parallels to the story of Jesus. You know, crucifixion. Yeah, which is actually just an Englishism. Yeah, it's just the way. But the mammoth machine, like a bunch of stuff I'm describing. Well, they are. They're the Japanese version. They're not called like Mammon Machine. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. uh, well, um, Gaspar. Without yeah. getting t- too much into it, because it's it's its own whole topic. Like, there's a really good <laughs> book uh, by Boss Fight Books on Chrono yeah. Trigger, um, and it talks a lot about um, this one person's ex- experiences with Chrono Trigger and relating it to their life. But it also talks about uh, the challenges of localization and yes. how um, definitely then and to a lesser extent now, when localizing games, you'd have one person on a team, and Chrono Trigger was one of the first that actually had a lot of care put into the translation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have this situation where they have a very short time span to translate things. So, you know, they're like, oh, there's this particular Japanese um, dialect that gives it an old-timey feel, which if you know Japanese is very apparent, <laughs> but if you don't, then it's like, how do we make the English speakers understand this? Like, yeah. we'll give him an old-timey middle <laughs> English. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, we, yeah, some of those elements were like, okay, we need something that makes sense, you know, flea slash Aussie. Yeah, it's like they want, people will be like, why are they called soy sauce mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> oh, salt and pepper were in Chrono Cross. That's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. It's like, so we need something that's a little bit more relatable. It's like, okay, slash, slash, flea, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, the team liked the name Slash so much that in uh, the Japanese version of Chrono Cross, the character Nikki, the rocker, is called Slash. No. Oh, really? Oh, neat. Yeah. That's and of course, even more appropriate. Like, oh, my God. But, like, I, Chrono Trigger... Oh, I, I'm sorry. We were talking about the, the Jesus thing. I'm not sure. I, I'll let us come back to that. Um, I think that Chrono Trigger did a bunch of things, like, as you said, that other games have maybe done better now. Like, without digging into it too much, de- too deeply, it's like, oh man, you know, you had Akira Toriyama doing the art, and you had these anime cutscenes, and it's like, cool. Um, lots of games have that now. Yes. <laughs> um, mostly because multiple consoles can do that with ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there was, like, novel for maybe the PlayStation, uh, it's Super Nintendo, but not now. It's like, oh, we've got this really amazing, high-quality music. It's like, yep, got that, got that checked off. <laughs> um, 
maybe plot-wise, um, it was one of the first games to to give you a bunch of choices that were meaningful and distinct. But again, yeah, those are things that have now been incorporated into other games. And it's not like it's diminished the impact or the quality of Chrono Trigger. It's just, you know, if you've played a newer game and then you come back mm. to Chrono Trigger, you're like, this is cool, but I feel like I've played this before. Yeah. And maybe that is because Chrono Trigger is an ancestor or just because... Times have, times have changed. We've learned all these really cool things about making games, and we've made <laughs> other games better. Because, <laughs> like, JRPGs at the time were really rough around the edges. Like, we, we marathoned yeah. Final Fantasy VI, and just, <laughs> just by comparison, there's, like, a lot of weird little glitches, and there's a lot of grinding. Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. you can beat the game in, like, 15 hours at a leisurely a fairly leisurely pace. First, yeah. The first JRPG I played was Breath of Fire 2, and that one is pretty rough. So I feel like <laughs> I feel like my ex- <laughs> then I played Final Fantasy VI, and then I played Chrono Trigger, so my experience got smoother as I went on. Mine was yeah. Dragon Warrior. Oh wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> wow. I was four years old. <laughs> <laughs> a trooper. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of interesting uh, regarding grinding specifically, because apparently the uh, the philosophy of grinding in Japan is more along the lines of you go to a new dungeon, um, you're probably pretty underleveled, but you just get as far as you can, die, respawn at the last save point, you lose some gold, but you've got that experience, you buy more stuff with the, the gold you have left, you try again. So it's more like battering, <laughs> battering your head against a, a, a door until it breaks. I love it, I love doing that. Instead of like, pardon? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, instead of like sitting in the gym and pumping iron until you know you can take it. <laughs> yeah. Turns out people don't want to die that many times when they play I, video games. I guess people don't like seeing game over screens or something. Uh, I I think there are still things about Chrono Trigger that that were unique to it that maybe if they've been touched on before they I think they're the elements that keep people coming back to the back to Chrono Trigger and they're not. They're not New Game Plus, um, necessarily. Um, they're not the multiple endings, because like, we do this charity event every year, and I can guarantee you that we do not care that we finish the game yeah. just before you get the hero medal, but after <laughs> you get to the end of time. And it's like, that's cool to see a little ending, but a lot of the endings have very little variation. I think there's something more to it than, than just those little bits. So you had your, your hand up. Oh, well, like, we talked before about, you know, people who didn't grow up with it. Yeah. Oh really? Oh. This attached to it, so I'm really new to the whole whole thing. And hmm. as for why it connects so much and why it's still praised for like favorite game of all time, just because those particular elements are done so well, like plot wise and all, all that, like the very first line from your mom, I want you to behave yourself today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think you've touched on, on two things. Like, the moral choice in, in the trial is actually hidden. Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I played, I'm like, cool, there's a thing I, I, here. I got guilty. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> you're like, there's a, there's a, it looks like a lunch thing. I'll open it. kept killing the robot at the festival and eating the meat. Perfect setup. There's a cat here. It's like, yeah. boop. I, I it's like... <laughs> 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 no, like, you're, especially if this is your first if it's not your first game maybe you, you know a little better but if it isn't you're like oh well I'll just interact with the things in the world but in that case yeah. you accidentally trigger all these bad flags yep. um, like waiting for Marl yeah. yeah if you don't know to, to wait that's a bad that's a red or flag you run into her and you see ooh shiny yeah, yeah. 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 I was your gal <laughs> that, actually, that actually is a perfect way to sum it up like ooh shiny or healthy girl <laughs> I, yeah I think I was gr- I, Feeling like I was grandfathered into the game, like I was playing it with someone else who had already oh. played it. So mm-hmm. I've never seen the animation of you tagging on Marl. Oh, because you're supposed to like, you're like, come on, once you turn uh, by candy. But then there's the, the second part, which is I can't think of any 
any sort of RPG lately or in the past, and this could just be my like RPG blindness, where you've had a plot that is completely unnecessary. Chrono, Chrono Trigger starts with a very reasonable, or semi-reasonable premise. <laughs> Your genius inventor friend yes. has invented, invented a teleporter. Um, and may, mayhem ensues and you, you rescue Marl. And the game could just end there. Yes. But instead, yeah. you find out details about the future. You find out about a terrible future that is awaiting, and like you know what's going to happen. This is, isn't like today where there's a bunch of terrible futures that are probably there. Maybe they won't happen, but they're probably there. Yeah. You have a group of heroes who knows something bad is going to happen, and they could just be like, well, whatever, it's, I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't going to happen for another thousand or whatever years. Mm-hmm. Well, they throw your butt into jail because... Because like the the hallmarks of you know like Zelda and all RPG games of the past, you just going around drinking people's stuff, smashing stuff, taking people's stuff. You have to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is <Yeah>. great. <laughs> but like as as we well, saw, they they don't really the guards are to no effect. They have a dragon tank, their most advanced technology, and you're like, cool. But also you have Luca, who's like, yeah, I invented a teleporter. <laughs> I would use the dragon tank on the ground personally. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, it's like I've got a bo- I've got a crossbow, and she's like, I have a gun. All have like rifles because if you look at, they're very modern. They are, they're yeah. Very, yeah. So I'm just imagining, like, yeah, they have a service pistol and a rifle on their back. You just don't see it because, you know, sprinkling. Not, yeah, well, too much true. paperwork, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably have to fill out all sorts of forms if they fired red. Killed right. guy. Yeah. Killed redhead punk. Anyway, T, you were talking about how it wasn't, it was not just the new game plus. Not just the. I don't no, know. definitely. No, not not just things. the combo or the you know double and triple text and whatever. I can tell you what it is. Oh, it's no random encounters. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, to prepare for the charity event we're doing, I was playing through it to refamiliarize myself mm-hmm. with the game because there's nothing worse than going through a game and being like, where do we go now? <laughs> um, and I discovered as an example of no random encounters, there are lots of occasions where there's enemies that walk back and forth, and you're mm-hmm. like, cool, I'm gonna move ahead. And they'll walk right through you. Because <laughs> as long as you're not moving, they don't care. Yeah. Yes. But, um, so there was a lot of times I'll like, move ahead. And then it goes fast, move ahead, goes fast. <laughs> and like, oh. the game doesn't care. Because it's not about fighting a bunch of random encounters. It wanted to be like more immersive mm-hmm. in that sense. Yeah, it's, it's more, it's more story-based. It's like, you don't have to fight these guys. You don't, really don't have to grind no. at all in order to beat Chrono Trigger. Uh, sorry, at the back, and you. No, you yeah. go first. Yep. <laughs> you don't have eyes in the back of your head, so... Yeah. Yeah, you're not, every time you get into value, you're not like, oh, God. <laughs> Why don't I have lightning to you? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, regarding uh, the grinding, there is, uh, if you call in the DS version, uh, that special vortex you can go oh, in. Oh, yeah. I, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I'll be honest. I played through that once, and it, I, it just seemed like this never-ending fetch quest. And I'm like, yep. no, I'm, I got the new ending. I'm good with the, the new content. The uh, fact that they use Singing Mountain yeah. for that area was a nice treat, because when I was first getting into Chrono Trigger, I'd hang out at Chrono Compendium. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's this... Uh, piece of music that was never released in the game. And this was before YouTube, so oh my god, I want to hear this song. Yeah. And then they said, here's a link to it, you can listen. And it's like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wait, why were you not in the game? Oh yeah, because actually no, it would probably have been appropriate uh, working with um, Death's Peak when you want to resurrect uh, Chrono. Well, it was actually for a, a, an area of the game, an area of the prehistoric period that you would have gone to um, I think after you get the dactyls, but before you go to the reptite layer, you would go to the singing mountain, 
but it was cut out because it just didn't add anything to the story. Wow. Yeah. Well, with the, the Insane Trilogy out now, and they had that uh, DLC for whatever the hell, uh, Storm and Ascent. Mm-hmm. If they're to re-release like a completely updated everything, oh, man. make it look really effing cool, <laughs> um, Chrono Trigger, they could probably say, and here's Singing Mountain needs to go to. It'd be the, the director's play. cut. Yeah, it would be crazy if they did that, because, I mean, that's not the only cut dungeon. There were others that didn't quite make the cut, but it looked like they're, like, I feel like this is jumping a little in a little into trivia, but let me just... No, let me just go for it. Here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, there's actually uh, a, a sort of demo of Chrono Trigger, a demo cart, that was brought around to uh, uh, game shows and that kind of thing, like video game uh, trade Ex- shows. Expos. Expos, yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the day. And, of course, you know, as things do these days, it wound up on the Internet, and people like dug into it, broke down all the barriers, and like hacked it so you didn't have a time limit and all this other stuff. And um, they were digging through the files, and they found like apparently there was going to be a dungeon where the sealed pyramid is. There, like the floor would open up, there'd be a dungeon down there. <laughs> Makes sense. Apparently, in the back of Scala's room in Zeal, there was like a, a dungeon, sort of a stealth dungeon to escape the city. So like there were a few things that were like, and people theorized that at least with that. It probably got shifted to the Blackbird because that's also a stealth dungeon. Yeah. So and some you, things got moved around, some things got cut, but apparently it was a slightly different the, game before. The, the the humility of like cutting good stuff yeah. that was in the game just because it doesn't move the plot along is like yeah. Like, you know, it goes back to the no random encounters. Goes back to like yep. it's all focused on the story. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of what um, what really made it special too. I mean, you look at I mean. I, I looked up some of the complaints people had about Chrono Trigger, and one of the big ones was there's not very much direction. You can kind of get to certain points in the game, and you're like, what am I supposed to do now again? Huh? There are at least three points I can think of yeah. where you're definitely supposed to talk to a bunch of random people, but I've happened to, like, short-circuit that. <laughs> <laughs> one of which is when you're like, you're like, okay, I, I go to Hecran's Cave. I guess I'm supposed to go to Hecran's Cave. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, now where do I go? It's like, oh, I'm supposed yeah. to go back through that portal at the... Fair. We yeah. just keep going to places where you are until you run out of options. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or the like it's like you need to go up to Mount Woe. It's like, okay, but when do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I need to eventually I need to go to the earthbound village and then go fight a beast, but you're like, I don't know, does this make sense? This make sense. <laughs> but then with other games at the time, you know, you had sort of the opposite thing where they'd give you too much direction, but there'd be a bunch of extra stuff that you probably could have cut and the story would have been better for it. Just with the trivia thing you mentioned, um, on one of my more recent playthroughs, this must have been like a couple years ago, I said, hey, I'm in the future now. What happens if I go through the sewers and go catch up with Balthazar? Yep. He will look, he's like, you're not supposed to be here now. Get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah Spe- same. Speaking on behalf the of the programmers, like, get out. <laughs> yeah, the programmers saying, go away, but in game, it's like, that is so tricky. Like, if you're looking from his, like, you're not supposed to be here yet. You're, you are not supposed to exist here yet. You're not supposed to be like, here. That oh, that makes me wonder so much about what the, the original Japanese dialogue is because it, I found this crazy rumor online doing some research for trivia and apparently Akira Toriyama is a big Doctor Who fan. So, apparently. So Balthazar is supposed to be like Doctor Who. So, oh. but I mean, I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't find it in, in any, any interviews or anything where... Uh, Akira, Toriyama, uh, Akira Toriyama was like, I love Doctor Who, so I can't corroborate <laughs> that, but I mean... I know he is huge on Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Like, if you watch Moscow X interviews, and he, he talks about videos, he talks about Akira Toriyama, mm-hmm. and, like, you see a lot of it in Dragon Ball, a lot of the designs, yeah. which transfers over to Chrono Trigger and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really interesting to, to know whether or not he is a fan of Doctor Who, because if Balthazar is like Doctor Who, then... That would be really appropriate dialogue to say you're not supposed to be here yet, because he'd have like knowledge of the timeline and. Ugh. Well, you can always uh, go. Like I said, I, I'm not. Sh- I don't work for the site. I'm not. Sh- well, I can think I'm a shell here. <laughs> but you can check out uh, the Chrono Compendium site. They have mm-hmm. all this information. 
Okay. That was one of the interesting things. That, like I, I've consulted uh, I've consulted Chrono Compendium on a number of different occasions, but it does something that I haven't seen anybody else attempt, which is, hey, uh, here are all the other Chrono Trigger fan sites. These ones are dead. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure there are more and more fan sites that pop up occasionally from time to time, and they're mm-hmm. not that exhaustive, but that anybody tried to do that is really encouraging. Because when we yeah. do a lot of our research for fandoms, it'd be like, it would be great if there was one place where we could get a good... Like head start on that research. Usually it's fan lore, but there wasn't yeah. anything yeah. this time about that. It was a Wikipedia before there was a Wikipedia. Yeah. Is anybody fans of both Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross? No. <laughs> Ooh. I played Chrono Cross not that long ago. I don't think it's that bad. Is no. My issue it's with Chrono Cross, sorry, uh, my, is that they kill off Luca. I know. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers, by the way. They kill off Luca, they kill off Marley, they kill off Chrono. Oh, wow. So what I do is say, well, this Chrono Trigger's about multiple pl- timelines. This is just another timeline, like, tucked away. It's about so. multiple characters. These games are about time travel, so technically everyone is killed off. The and second you go into the future, everyone <laughs> seen is dead. So, uh, yeah. you know, not just because GLaDOS destroyed the world, <laughs> just the old age. <laughs> I, I, I never watched the show with the show, um, uh, that was it, Six Feet Under, that show about a funeral home. Yeah. The last episode, everyone dies, but they show their future. So it's not like they all die in that same time. <laughs> they just, just you know, they just have all died, yeah. Therefore not immortal. So, yeah, they all die eventually, mm-hmm. so, yeah. That I'm okay with, but it's like, um, it had to be poor. Oh no, I, I, what, the place across the continent's like, seriously, those idiots? <laughs> they, they, their mayor was a greedy jackhole. <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing that I think of when I think of Chrono Cross, and I've only played Chrono Cross once by comparison, yeah. um, which is not a great measure, but I always remember the umpteen characters that you need to play <laughs> multiple times to get all of them, and I think about, compare that to Chrono Trigger, and, and this isn't about one game better than the other, but one of the things that sticks out to me in Chrono Trigger is that you have six or maybe seven characters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they all have like their own little arcs that are defined and interesting and whatever, and in Chrono Cross, you have some characters that literally are just a one note. Because well, because some characters are important to the storyline, some are not. Yeah, not. Yeah. So that if you play through multiple times, you could choose, I want to play this group of characters and then experience yeah. all of them. But then if you were like me and first time through, think I should, you know, play with everyone, then I don't experience much of any of them. And also my, my brother and I, we, we sort of had an observation. We were just playing through and I'm noticing that there were a lot of characters joining you. Like, so many characters join you. It seems like any character that has their own picture joins you. Yeah. Like, what about this artist and his son? They got their picture. They got, you know, portraits. Yeah. Maybe they join you. And they actually do join you later <laughs> in the game. So uh, it may have actually been, I should play it again to verify if every character with a portrait actually joins you. Because even just like some killer robot or cyborg or whatever you fight and then they just, just decide to join you because why, why not? Yeah. <laughs> they're not. They're not wasting all that all that artwork on no. on an NPC. Put put Megas in there. Yeah. <laughs> Guile. Yeah. yeah, Guile. I think that was going to be a big part of the game. Yeah. But they had to cut it just for space reasons. Although I d- <laughs> they didn't have to cut. Speaking of <laughs> and speaking particularly about all the different characters, I find it really interesting that. I don't know if they wanted to do to do this or they did it because there were so many characters, but apparently the way that they managed the dialogue was that they had some sort of program run and it would read who, like who the characters you had with you were, and then it would just take this sort of standard bland dialogue, translate it into those characters' idiomatic speech patterns, and then use that as the dialogue. And they'll explain that. Oh, and what? Then, uh, well, before it went and they talked to me, 
it asks yeah. you the name of a character, and if you pick that character, they will speak in their accent. <laughs> like, um, oh, cool. I, I've forgotten everyone's name, but be like, uh, who is it has like the Frenchish, Frenchy kind of oh, accent? The oh, the show? Right, Carl. Uh, yeah. It'll, you know, put her you know, stuff in there, or like, uh, I just remember, you know, kid, where at some yep. point, I think she's arguing with Carl, and she says, Boy. you know, speak proper English. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it, going off this, in Man. Final Fantasy VI, because it had 14 characters in it, and at least it was those, they all had their own storyline. Um, if you had, let's say, you were doing it, like, by the, uh, by, you finally have the airship, you had, like, a bunch of characters, the world of ruin, and let's say you're in Moblin. Mobiles with uh, Cyan, Celeste, Sabin, and Gao. There's no. They instead of saying Terra saying no, uh, Celeste is saying this. It would be like uh, you know it's Cyan speaking, but it doesn't say Cyan is saying this. Like you know mm. how, how I did yeah, with dialogue boxes. They just like don't attribute yeah. the dialogue, so you can stick anyone yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Hmm. Six uh, Final Fantasy six. There's some scene I can't remember. I think it was like the first time you meet the old wizard. Esper guy, where I, I discovered oh. that the, yeah. the dialogue is speak, spoken by specific characters in the or in the the order of your party. So if I oh, pick wow. the order, I can decide who says what dialogue. <laughs> and sometimes I pick a character where it seems like they don't really like they have any you know investment in what's going on, but still they're giving all the exposition, and it just seems <laughs> off that Sylvan's the one who's you know. Talking to the experts, he's talking about. Why is he there? But he's the one talking to them, talking them, talking them up. In FF6, in FF6, you are the casting director. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, the most part, what I found the Chrono Trigger Chrono Cross divide is like what you played first, but it's also mm -hmm. basically the same as the FF6, FF7, because they're because Chrono Cross is Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. But like, it's it's like two different styles of game, right? Because it's it's the the three D versus the two D. It's like mm -hmm. the jump to the next um, generation. Yeah. Of consoles, so you got you know the three D yeah. darker themes like FF Seven and. Uh, yeah, I mean, Chrono Trigger is is pretty lighthearted by comparison. Um, there's Save lots for a of couple moments, but <laughs> yeah, most of the moments are like played up for laughs, and you have like little animations that you're like, oh, don't worry, it's a joke, it's funny, it's good. <laughs> if, if Chrono Trigger is in a major key, Chrono Cross is in a minor key. You and your music analysis. <laughs> that one's not that bad. No, that was actually. <laughs> you like, oh, this is more of an A diminished seventh. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But like you guys said, there are a ton of characters. Is it one of those games where it's like, I can go without ever playing with this character? Yes. So yep. Trigger, everyone's a good character. Everyone's like, like important to the storyline. Yeah. Even so like, you obviously have your favorites, but it's not like there's any character who's dead weight. No. And like... Robo. <clears throat> Robo. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry. No, I <laughs> But you, you are right. There are no characters that are they're dead weight. There are characters that like people prefer to play as um, for different Ayla. reasons. Ayla is the best. No, Luca. Well, well, at least you can pick three characters to go in your party. When you get captured, I like the three females to defeat the ship. Yes. Ah. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> no tools are useful. Nah. Okay, I guess I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna be the one that plants my flag as being the fan of Chrono Cross, since no one else wants to. So I guess Go I for it. I, I have, there's kind of a reason that I'm a fan of it, which I, I sort of is the experience. It's not really something that can be repeated. It's just the way I ended up experiencing it. Experiencing it, and one thing is like, um, well, because like the other Square games like Final Fantasy, they were not really sequels. They had nothing to do with the previous one. So when I started playing Chrono Cross, I assumed it was not really connected to the first one. And I was just being very resistant to the idea that it even was. And so even when there was like references, I kind of brushed them off like the town or the, the kind of French name, what is it? Or yes, I, I kind of brushed that off. And then when someone uh, says, you know, uh, 
when a link says something like, you know, you're the one, the assassin of time, the chrono trigger. I still didn't <laughs> you know, take that as meaning anything, even when they reference, <laughs> or even the location, I think it is referenced in the first game. It wasn't until I get to uh, the lot, what is it, the lost ocean or whatever it's called, and you see the future, and you actually read a thing that references Lavos that I actually realized, oh, this is definitely an actual sequel. So that was a big surprise to me. So I guess with other people, well, because they, you know, thought that they, this was supposed to be a sequel of Chrono Trigger and they were disappointed that it wasn't a direct sequel. To me, it was not a sequel at all. So when I discovered this is a sequel to Chrono Trigger, it was actually a positive surprise mm. that it had anything to do with it. So while every, so you know, everyone else with Deep Blast was half empty, it wasn't enough Chrono Trigger. Yeah. But I thought it was no Chrono yeah. Trigger, so it was half full for me. And then I was really excited about anything that related to the original, even if it was about your favorite characters being killed off in a fire. I played it the same way. I'm like, okay, where's like Luca? Where's Marl? Where's Robo? They're not here. Okay, this has nothing to do with the original. Let's just let's just play through. And then like when there's reference, it's like, oh, that's nice. But like it set my expectations that I'm like I'm not gonna get like a continuation of the story really. No. Um, because like Chrono Trigger is a great game, and Chrono Cross is a great game too. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I kind of feel like, I, I feel like the official line didn't really say anything about whether it was a sequel or not. It, it feels kind of like more the game coverage and like EGM or Nintendo Power or I guess not Nintendo Power, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like with the fan, like it was mostly fan driven. Because I mean, Final Fantasy One didn't really have much of a story, and it was also released like ten years earlier when expectations would have been different. But yeah. I was just gonna say, just because we've got about ten minutes left, I was gonna say it's really surprising that we've gone through a panel, talk, panel talking about Chrono Trigger, talking about Chrono Trigger fans, and we haven't talked about the most important part about Chrono Trigger. Zeal. Chrono Trigger loved the game playing it, and I was like, okay, we go to the past. The past is kind of cool. There's dinosaurs. Okay, cool. Uh, you go to the future, you're like robots. Okay, there's robots. There's these weird, weird mutant things. <laughs> kind of sad. It's kind of. It's well, if you stay around on the world map, your health goes. Yeah. yeah. It's sad. In the yeah, future, yep. Yeah. I did not know that. Then you should, you move you move quickly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but then you go to twelve thousand BC, and it's like, oh, it's the Ice Age. It's like, okay, whatever. And then, then you find the Sky Bridge. What the flipping magic? Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah. So there was nothing, and then there was magic, and then there was nothing again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there was magic, but magic continued. No. Nope. Well, magic. No, I know, I know. Hello. I mean, I. I <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very Game of Thrones, so actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Gathered it from Lavos and Zeal, so typical people didn't have it after that, except for Magus, because he was born there. So that's why he was special when he shows up in the Middle Ages, because he's oh, a human that knows magic. That's that's unusual. So that's recruited to lead the monsters. Mm-hmm. But like I remember that was just like a defining moment for me in like loving the game because the, it suddenly takes on this completely different tone 
Um, not too long after that, you get the wings, like the epoch and the mm-hmm. wings of time, and it's like suddenly everything comes together. And admittedly, that's just like the nature of the plot. You're you're approaching the climax. Yep. But even that as- that aside, just like the aesthetic is so much different that it's like this game could go in so many directions. And in the case of Zeal, it's like there's so many things I want to see, <laughs> but you don't get to see it. It's like just this little so taste, and then things. that's it. And there's so many secrets in that area. So yeah. Many, yeah. Zeal yeah. is to Chrono Trigger what the Opera House is to FF6. It's like, it, you go up another level and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah. we're going to stop you playing the game to show you like music <laughs> that we've written. Well, there's a, there's a few moments where you talk to people in town and they're like, oh, it's in, uh, not Kajar, but it's like, in, we keep this in this area in the Sun Keep. It's like, too bad you're never going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> not in this time period, at uh. least. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Is, like, that's a heartbreaking character. You're too you're too kind for this <laughs> this country. I'd 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 take an HBO series set just in zeal about the political oh machinations. <laughs> no, no. Netflix done by Warren Ellis. I mean, we already have Castlevania. Ah. Well, I, I haven't seen Castlevania yet. yet. I saw the first it's episode, sad. it was alright. Okay. It's right. bloody good. <laughs> 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 Can I open the wall and punch it? No. <laughs> no. So, so what's up? Oh. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I rented the game before I bought it, and like you said, you know, Zeal is like, wow, it's an amazing place. That is exactly where I ran out of time to play. Oh. It. oh. And then I, yeah, so yeah, so I'm mean, gonna start over uh, mm-hmm. without a new game plus the cartridge is some other guy's house. So that was. You know, quite the tease there. I suddenly get to be magic floating island About Chrono uh, Cross. Um, wondering, am I the only one who like liked the combat system? Because I thought it was yeah. pretty I liked it. Yeah. different yeah. than anything else that had been going on at the time. Like, you like the it different. was turn based, but yeah. since they had like the stamina things that are in tiny chunks, yeah. it's like turns, but very small turns. Yeah, you- you do like little combos, and you choose like mm. how big an attack you want to do. I also didn't mind the magic system. Yeah, the field system. Yeah. 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 I guess for a game, that's not bad. But again, I was going in from Chrono Trigger Cross, and it's just like a stark change. Had I played Chrono Trigger, then waited like eight, like um, I don't know, a couple years, then played Chrono Cross, I think I would have been more amicable, amicable towards it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll, well, the triple, double, and triple text of Chrono Trigger were at a big draw. And obviously, they couldn't do that in Chrono. I know there's a couple of double texts for some people in Chrono Cross, but obviously, they couldn't do that when there's like 32 yeah, yeah. characters. Because that was, uh, what's, what's 32 squared? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just to have one double text for each pair, yeah. they have to have a huge number, and many people would never even use the double text because they never have those two characters in the same party at the same time. So yeah. they kind of went one way and sacrificed one thing, which I, I mean, they sacrificed a popular part of the first game, so it seems like they probably shouldn't have done that. That might be double text, uh, well, way more characters. It's it's like a different constraint yeah. on a on a game, right? Like when you design the game differently, then you end up being able to provide different experiences. You've been playing through I Am Satsuna. How's a little bit? Yeah. Is that more comparable to like the? Uh, it's a little bit of trigger and cross, I think. Oh, it's okay. like, but like when, when you design a game with lots of characters, you're just naturally going to have to tell different stories because you can't get as invested in the characters because you never know which ones you're going to end up with. You can try to pull a Final Fantasy VI and like, oh, well, all the characters have the same information, so they obviously <laughs> can, can tell you what they need to do, but it means you end up with a different story. And when you have something like Chrono Trigger that has that tight story with a small cast of characters and all, like, a side quest per character to round them out, you, you end up with a, a story that you can't tell with larger games. I don't, I don't care that it was short. No. <laughs> Short and sweet. It is probably yeah. the perfect 
Marley has mm. re- reconciling with her father. Glenn has becoming the best dad and the best sword ever. <laughs> yep. Luca has uh, saving her mother. Oh, yeah. 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 Which is its own. Oh, my goodness. I, sa- I saved and reloaded so many times when I first <laughs> tried that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we are, we're out of time. Oh, yeah. So. Um, Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for coming and talking um, Chrono Trigger with us. Yeah. If you if you want to hear more stuff like this, does anyone else get physical chills in the scene where like Frog gets the you know Mazamune like you know sky beam cuts through the mountain? Yeah. I watch it on YouTube. I still get physical chills. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if anybody wants to uh, hear more of our podcast, uh, you can check out Panthropological.com, and we have an event on August 12th, uh, twitch.tv. It's online. Okay, yeah. Twitch.tv slash the race against time, and uh, we will be playing through Chrono Trigger, getting it. It's very sad things. Did you ever 